0: Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hi there. So, today we're going to talk about what motivates you. Do you know what motivates you professionally? We all have different goals and objectives when it comes to internalizing what we see as success in our careers, and it's driven by very different reasons for everyone. Understanding a little bit more about what really motivates us to excel or to advance in our careers can be really helpful in addressing our strategy and making sure that we are focusing on the most important things and really shaping our career to lead in the direction that we want. It's really easy to say that we just want a job that makes us happy. What does that mean exactly? Or we really just want to make a good salary. But there's lots of other reasons that we can be motivated in our career and different things that can really impact us positively or negatively in how happy we are, how satisfied we are with our career. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. There are lots of different reasons, but the main few that I want to focus on today are obviously income. Are you solely driven by Income? Are we solely driven by the idea that we want to make a certain number? Perhaps we need to make a certain amount. Perhaps we've always dreamed of making a certain amount. Perhaps we really don't care about how much we make. We just need to make enough to pay the bills, and earning a big number means nothing. The next is our role at work. Perhaps you're driven by your title. Perhaps you've always wanted to be a manager or a director or a CEO or an executive or whatever title it is that drives you and you've known for a long time that that's the role you want so you work towards that perhaps you don't care about your title perhaps it's more about the love of the work that you're doing you could be doing work that you love or work that you really can't stand right and having some kind of excitement or passion for what it is that you're doing every day, regardless of what it is. Everybody has different ideas of what they enjoy doing. You might really enjoy office work and sitting behind a computer and doing that kind of thing. You may prefer field work or scientific work, whatever it may be. Finding some kind of excitement each day in going to work and about the actual work that you're doing, maybe that is what really drives you. Maybe you're looking to get more appreciation for the work that you do. And this is challenging because all of us like to feel like we're valued, like we provide some kind of value to our field and to the office and to the team and to the organization, whatever it may be. And some people recognize that internally, other people really thrive and and do much better when it is noticed and observed and and mentioned by external folks, be it your supervisor or your coworkers or whomever it may be. Perhaps you publish articles or you, you are in a field where your work is very public and People are in a position to give you accolades for whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe that's what really drives you. And the last is work-life balance. Perhaps what you really need to be happy and satisfied with your work is to make sure that it isn't all-consuming. That you do have a good balance of time at work and time outside of the office so that you can find that balance, that healthy balance, emotionally, physically, whatever it may be. So all of these different areas are ways that we personally derive value in our career, in our job, in our, in our field, whatever it is that we're doing. And it doesn't mean that you have to pick just one. It'd be difficult to pick just one. I believe that most often it's more than one. And that's kind of the challenge sometimes. I think that that's why a lot of people have trouble finding a position that they completely love because you may have one or two of these things, but you really need three of them. Or maybe you don't have any and you just want to to find good good pay and benefits and you just want to love your career. And those are very challenging, right? Because perhaps what you really enjoy doing does not Command a very high salary. So you have to kind of reconcile that and figure out which one is more important. Obviously, you need enough to be able to pay your bills and sustain your life. There's rent to pay or mortgages to pay, medical bills, whatever it may be, groceries, car payment, all of these things are responsibilities that we have to make sure that we are preparing for. And many jobs do not necessarily afford high salaries, and therefore perhaps you're having to do two jobs, or perhaps you're having to do something you don't necessarily love. And that's just an example of, you know, there's there's sometimes a a competition between the things that really will make you happy and what you are able to or need to be doing. So again, back to what I was saying about finding ways to really love your career, be happy in your career, Sometimes it can be challenging because we look and we think, well, maybe it should just be one of these things. Maybe I need to just learn to live with other parts of it and just focus on what it is that I need. Or maybe I really want to go the gauntlet and I want all of it. I want to be appreciated. I want to have work-life balance. I want to have good pay and benefits. I want to love my work. And that's okay too. The key is recognizing first what is driving you what is motivating you what of these things or if there's other things out there that are driving you to feel satisfied and excited about your job and your career what are those things for you are you being honest with yourself and really taking inventory of what it is that will truly make you happy and sometimes we may not know this Early on, when we first start out in our career, we may think it's one thing, and it evolves over time. You get married, you have a family, you have a life. Things evolve over time, and what may have driven us early on in our career doesn't necessarily drive us later in our career. So all of these things coming together can make it very challenging, a moving target, if you will, to really find the right combination of things to find that perfect career. But I don't think it makes it unobtainable. I think it just takes time and effort and work on our own part to really examine what it is that's driving us. And we talked on another podcast about five-year strategies, and I think that this should be a big part of those strategy, and it should be a rolling effort. Every year, you should sit back and take kind of a self-inventory of what am I looking for what is driving me right now? Am I happy with the work that I'm doing? Am I happy with the salary that I'm making? Do I have the work-life balance that I need? What is it about my work that I really am passionate and excited about? Is it the fact that I really don't care about the actual work I'm doing, but the hours are great. I don't mind going to the office and putting in my time. I make a good salary, but I have really good flexible time to do what I want outside the office. Only you can really answer those questions for yourself. Only I can answer those for me. It's a very personal conversation you need to have with yourself thinking about what it is that is driving you. And the next step after you're able to define what it is that is really driving you is trying to determine if it's more than one thing prioritize what your number one priority is, number two, number three, number four, however many you have, and then figure out how to achieve those. Now be considerate of the fact that it may not be achievable overnight. It may not be something that you can solve this month or next month. It may take some working up to. If you are driving towards A high level position like a director or a C suite type of a position, this is something you obviously are going to have to work towards for some period of time and you may have to sacrifice in some of the other areas that make you happy. However, you can compensate with those things because you're knowing that you are driving towards that end goal. You're driving towards the position that you've always wanted. Obviously, with time it can be frustrating. We all want things today. We want things now. The society we live in has evolved into an instant gratification system where we can order things online at breakfast and have them at the end of the day, right? Our careers not necessarily can provide that to us. It is something that most times you have to work towards whatever it is, whatever the end goal or the long-term goal is. But in sacrificing some of the things on the lead up to that, you can make compromises. You can make adjustments. Perhaps it takes you a little bit longer to get to that end goal so that you don't have to give up all of your work-life balance or, or take a job that you absolutely don't like just to get that position. The beauty of the fact that there are so many moving parts to finding the right career is that flexibility and being able to move those puzzle pieces around a little bit. I kind of think of it as the tuner on your radio or on your stereo or whatever it is, you know, where you can adjust the balance, you can adjust the fade, you can adjust the treble, you can adjust the bass, all of those little... Switches they can go up and down. I never really got very good at finding it I think it's just something you you listen to right and you play with them until it sounds as, as right as it seems like and then it's fine and Trying to put all those puzzle pieces together. I think is a lot like that in that You can kind of play with those sliders until you find just the right mix obviously there are things that are going to be out of your control, right? I mean, if you are doing the type of job that is just capped at a certain salary or doesn't pay that much or doesn't offer health benefits or doesn't offer a flexible schedule, there's obviously some things that are outside of your control. But that doesn't mean you can't look outside of your field or adjacent to your field or perhaps you just look at other organizations. And again, then we're weighing what the pros and cons are. We're weighing all of the different adjustments that we have to make to all of those other sliders to find just that right mix. The key to this is making sure that you're being honest with yourself and making sure that you are recognizing what's driving you, what's truly driving you. Because if you are thinking that you just really want work-life balance because you want to be able to have free time with your friends or, or family or whomever, and really you want a director position making hundreds of thousand of dollars a year with a big fat 401k and eventually you're going to buy a yacht, if that's really what is driving you, then you have to know that work-life balance is not going to be for you right now. You have to put your nose to the grindstone and bust your butt. And it may not be achievable, but if you work hard enough and you are strategic about it and you really focus and you surround yourself with people that can help you build that type of a career it is achievable on the flip side if you're just looking for a job that you are passionate about to do something that you really enjoy perhaps you need to go back to school perhaps you get have to get a different certification perhaps you have to take a part-time job or take a take a very flexible job perhaps doing something you don't necessarily love for right now but they pay towards tuition Reimbursement or that affords you the opportunity to live close to a a university so you could take the classes you need. Again, think long game. It may not be all within your reach today, but if you look at all the different pieces and you think outside the box to a certain extent of how you can bring it all together, you can achieve it. It's just going to take a little bit of flexibility and recognition of what it is that you're really driving towards. The one caution I will provide you is that, and I know I've been guilty of this in my own life, I know lots of people who have, we often are susceptible to external inputs. And what I mean by that is, again, really recognizing what is motivating you, what is driving you, what you are, you you alone really want is up to you and we can consult our friends our family our mentors our coaches our employers whomever they may be we can consult them and get their advice and their input and their thoughts and their recommendations but at the end of the day you have to do what you feel is best for you and this comes with a price Because if it doesn't go the way you're hoping or it does go the way you're hoping, at the end of the day, the only person who's responsible for that is you because you ultimately made that decision. But this is also very empowering because if it does go your way, you can recognize that you read your wants and desires and motivations correctly and you came up with the formula to provide yourself the career that is ultimately making you happy. It also can give you the power to adjust and make course corrections and reevaluate and, and keep it moving, right? Because you always know best what you need and what you want. Again, we can get lots of guidance and we can get lots of help. And I, I quite frankly, I, I'm, an, I'm a coach, right? I always recommend finding somebody to talk to, be it somebody professional or a friend or a family member to to run things by them because they may ask you questions that force you to think a little bit deeper. What would this do for you? How could this change things for you? What would this look like on a day-to-day basis? Those are all different questions that we should constantly be asking ourselves because recognizing that every little adjustment to those sliders changes the sound. Even just a little bit, we may not even realize it right off the bat. You may not realize it with every song or whatever you listen to, but there are going to be times when you can recognize that there was a slight change. And using all of these different things in defining and and building our, our career may not pop up in the first six months it may not pop up in the first six years it may be something that long term pops up and that's not said to make you nervous it's more said to let you know that just because you may not recognize that something is cropping up right in the beginning it doesn't mean it wasn't important to consider it everything is important to consider considering what you're doing how much you like what you're doing the actual day-to-day tasks your work-life balance your pay if you like to have um, accolades for good work if you want to have weekends off or a flexible schedule if you want to have different roles in your organization perhaps you'd like to public speak you want to make sure that's included perhaps you like a hands-on boss Perhaps you like um, a lot of remote time so that you can do your own thing and manage your own schedule, whatever it may be. All of the little pieces in there that make up what really drives you to put together your best career, those are all up to you. And recognizing all of those little things, bringing them all together. The last thing is being patient with yourself taking inventory and looking at all of the different things that come into play with respect to your happiness in your career. It's probably a fairly long list, and there's probably a lot of things in there that you'll overlook. The few that I mentioned, pay or benefits, loving your career, the work that you do, your work-life balance, appreciation for your work, those kinds of things... Those are the big ones. When I talk to folks that are trying to find a career that they'll be happy with or are in a career that they're they're trying to figure out what's working and what's not, those are most often the topics that come up. And not to say there aren't tons of little things aside from that that will feed into how happy you are, how satisfied you are with your job. But if you can focus on the big things and trying to get those sorted out and prioritized for what you need and what you want, start with those. The little things can be tweaked along the way. If there's something completely different and you know it right off the bat, then obviously focus on whatever that may be. Again, the only person that truly knows what you really desire and want and are working towards is you. So listen to that person. If you lay in bed at night and a little voice says, you know, this job is great. I make a good salary, but I'm just not excited about it. And that bothers me. And I can't figure out what to do about it give that some thought. What is it about your position that you do like? Is there anything about it that you don't like? Or is it just a job? And if it's just a job, and you're okay with that, then be okay with it. But if you aren't okay with it, and you find that after time, The fact that you're making good money is just not enough anymore, then perhaps it is time to consider what other options you might have. Perhaps it's time to consider switching things up a little bit. It doesn't mean that you have to throw your whole progress in the trash to that date. You can make small changes. You can Make small changes within your organization. Perhaps there's things that you can do within your organization that you're at to try and add something a little bit more interesting or something a little bit more in your wheelhouse of things that you are excited and passionate about. Maybe that's not the thing that's bothering you. Maybe it's that you're not exercising enough work-life balance. You're not having enough free time to do other things outside. Perhaps you want to volunteer. Perhaps you want to... Spend time with friends or family. Think about all of the different things that really drive you and see if there's ways that you can incorporate them. We work for so many years of our lives. We owe it to ourselves and our friends and family who we spend time with and and who care about us, but mostly to ourselves to make the most of it and find a way to be as happy as we possibly can doesn't mean you're necessarily going to find a job you absolutely love in every way possible. That may never happen for you. I believe it doesn't happen for many people, but I also think that many people, for whatever reason, aren't necessarily trying very hard to find it. There's lots of reasons why we might not be trying hard to find it. We may not think it exists. We may not think we deserve it. We may not think we could get it, whatever the reason, life is short. We spend a lot of time working. Why not spend a little time at least thinking about ways that you could find that job that will make you happier? What do you have to lose? I'm not suggesting quitting your job, making any changes. I'm just suggesting thinking about what motivates you and perhaps see if you can take a look at what parts of your career really make you happy. And see if you can't move those sliders around a little bit more so that you can get a little bit closer to that perfect sound. I wish you the best in thinking about what really drives you. I hope you have a great day. All right, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one.